0: Hey guys, what's up peeps? It's your boy Mig1. I know it's been forever. I know it's been a long freaking time since i last talked to you guys. I sincerely apologize. It's been since October. I've been so busy, so crazy with everything else going in my life, work, podcasting, that type of stuff, and just enjoying my time with my grandson, which is probably the greatest thing in the entire world right now. I mean, of course, you know I love my kids. I'm a family guy. You guys all know that. But having a grandson that's two years old, one year you know, he's two years old now. He's getting close to being three next year. It's just been so much joy and so much it's just been incredible I can't even begin to describe the love and everything else that he gives me and I feel from him and uh how much joy uh, you can probably tell in my voice uh it's so much so that it's kind of hard to get on a and show big one talks crap when you're freaking smiling like an idiot but yeah he uh he does a great stuff to me but uh I got you know I'm going to start writing down a lot of stuff that's actually been going on because I have some stories that can be like Big One Talks Crap and some Big One Be Happy Crap, too. So we'll go ahead and try to get a little bit into this one here since I haven't dropped one for you. I'll call this one Christmas. Uh, Christmas has been always a favorite time of mine. You know, usually Easter is probably the favorite time for me back in the day, being as religious as I was. But a lot of stuff has happened to me over my time in my life and my religion. And people in my church, you know, pretty much... Because I was divorced and my church doesn't believe in all that kind of stuff. So it kind of really changed my feelings about certain things. But Christmas has always been great. Not because I'm getting presents, but because I actually have the chance to give presents. My wife laughs at me because she goes, you get to become so giddy when you're giving your family and your kids and everything else presents because it makes you feel good. And it really does. I love playing Santa Claus. I wish I was a millionaire so I could, like, do stuff. And that's going to come into more into play here as I tell you what happened to me this year. But there is no more greater joy than seeing your children or your grandchildren or your spouse open up what they get on Christmas and it being what they want or it not even being what they want. It's just something you give them and you worked on it or whatever and they appreciate it. It just makes you feel so great inside and so loved. And I'm to the point that I don't need anything. I don't want anything. Just having my family there with me is is like the greatest gift to me of all time. Yeah, I know that sounds kind of corny and whatnot, but it's, it's really true. I've gotten to the point in my life that that's the most important thing to me. So, this year, before Christmas, about two weeks into December, uh, early November, my wife hit me up with something. I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. I don't think I'm, I'm going to be ready for it. I don't think I can do that. I'm a little nervous. And usually when I get nervous about doing stuff, I, I kind of shy away from it. And I don't want to do it because I, I don't want to do a, a poor showing or be a loser or mess it up or, you know, I don't want to let anybody down. Hence, that's how the whole podcasting started. It's kind of funny. But So my wife goes, you can be Santa Claus for my school. I'm like, I don't know if I'm jolly enough or I'm happy enough. I mean, I know who I am. I mean, I can be an idiot, but this is for little kids. And I don't know how I'm going to be able to take this. And so I was focusing on how I want to do this. And, you know, practice your ho-ho-ho's. I'm like, ho-ho-ho, ho-ho-ho, Merry Christmas. And so I started changing stupid accents and everything else. And my wife's like, you're not German, you're not Irish, and just be who you are. So I started being stupid, like, ho, oh, ho, ho, Feliz Navidad. Of course, she punched me, which is another funny thing. But, you know, it just got to be interesting. And so I was kind of like, I don't know what, uh, you know, I just don't know. So I get to the school and start getting ready to do this thing. And I'm still nervous as can be, obviously, because you're going to be a Santa Claus for children. So you don't want to be a poor Santa Claus and upset the kids. And, or make my wife look bad because she chose me. So they give me the, the outfit. And the first thing about this outfit is that it's extremely small. I'm like, okay, Santa Claus is a fat guy. I'm a fat guy. What is it, Skinny claws? Because I tried to put the pants on, and I wound up ripping the liner inside. It was like, okay, this is like, it was like swimming trunks. Like, it had liner inside. Like, why would it have liner? So, we got rid of it, and they were still too tight, and I was afraid. this They were sagging. They were falling off. This is not going to work. So, they give me the jack. Because I usually put the jacket in the belt over you, and you can hide it. We tried it. it didn't work. Jack was too small. And I'm like, I'm going to encroble the Hulk this thing. And it's going to rip. And i'm much bigger than this suit and i'm not I'm actually shoulder wise was bigger than this suit and stomach too but more or less the shoulders so they go and they hunt me down another suit real quick i mean kids are getting anxious they're waiting for me i suppose i've already appeared about five minutes after before that so they find me another suit they bring it to me and this one actually fits it's a good size everything else it works well it feels fine but it's a little dirty but no one can really tell but it smells like old man to me i'm like oh my gosh i smell like an old guy <laughs> so this one wasn't clean i don't think by the cleaners or maybe it was, but it just didn't get rid of the smell. Who knows? Anyway, so I put it on and go out and play, and I walk out in my wife's office, and I start going down, and some kids see me, and they're like, "Santa Claus!" From where they're standing, I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" I'm like, "Oh ho oh, oh, ho!" and I'm waving, and you can hear the screaming. I mean, they're like getting excited for the ones that saw me in the back of the line. First of all, for them to see me where I was at in the line, I didn't realize at the time that that means the line was extremely long, and. We were only going to be doing this for a couple of hours. And so I go around the corner coming to the front, and the kids see me and they just go crazy. And these kids come running up to me start hugging me, like Santa Claus. And then I walk through where they're playing games, like, oh my God, Santa Claus. And people come running up to me, hug me, and I'm waving them up as they're playing their games, ho, ho, ho. And I go, I'm over here, girls. Y'all come, boys. Y'all come see me here. So I go in there, and then they start bringing them in to me one family at a time. And we find out that the line is extremely long. And at the rate we're going, we'd be there probably for four hours. So they picked it up, I had to do a little bit quicker, I asked them what they wanted for Christmas, I had to be quicker about it and everything else and whatnot, but to see every one of these kids run up to me and there's some that cried, there was like three or four that cried, but they were little babies. But I held so many babies and the running joke was, I felt like I was running for office and these kids weren't crying. But some of these other kids that came and run to me, you know, their first graders, second graders, kindergartners, or third grade, whatever, they run up to me, and they sit next to me, they sit on my lap, and they were just in awe, just looking at me like it's freaking Santa Claus. And one girl was so excited, she came running, and she slipped on the paper, and she fell down, but she was smiling as she looked at me, and I picked her up, and she had even a bigger grin on her face because Santa Claus picked her up off the ground. And she was so happy, she gave me a hug, and everybody else was, like, hugging me. Bye, Santa, and all this other stuff. And you know that old thing, the Grinch's heart grew two sizes too small. First of all, my heart's not small. My heart is a lot bigger than I ever thought it would be, uh, thanks to my wife and everything. And this changed in my life and my kids. But I was so touched. And then these kids were asking for stuff and what they wanted. And I look at these kids, and I know the school district that they're in and I know everything else. And I know they don't come from a very wealthy family. I know their moms and dads are going to do their best for them. I look at some of the stuff they're. I know some of the stuff they're asking for, and I know they're not going to be able to get it, and it just broke my. It just broke my heart. And at the end, my wife asked me, "How did you feel about this? Did you enjoy it?" I said, "Yeah." I said, the, "The smiles and the love and everything they gave me was just so overwhelming that I was in tears." And I'm actually kind of tearing up a little bit here right now. And I think what hurt me the most was the fact of what they wanted, and I know they probably won't be able to get it, and it crushed me. And I wished at that point in my life that I was a billionaire. I would have loved to have been able to, like, here you go. Merry Christmas. Obviously, I don't have that kind of money and, you know, whatever. But it was one of those moments that kind of made me sit back and realize, you have a good life. You have good kids that love you and everything else is going great. You've had the opportunity to play Santa Claus for a bunch of young children that think you're the greatest in the world. And I have one kid tell my wife that's the real Santa Claus because he said something to me and only a Santa Claus would know that just overwhelmed me even more, and it was just like, wow, so that set the tone for me for Christmas right then and there, and I've never really looked back, I've been in an amazing high since then, and then when my grandson comes over, it just makes me even happier, and I just can't really, (laughs) I can't really put it into words, it's joy, love, happiness, and everything that could ever come to a person like myself. So who ever thought a bunch of kids that I don't even know um, could actually affect me so much? Now I know how my wife and why she's so loved by her kids there at that school. She's the assistant principal and these kids just think, she's a disciplinary one, she does that and a bunch of other stuff, but they love her to death. And I saw that as the kids kept on running up to her and hugging her and calling her, hi Mrs. Garza, and Merry Christmas. And they stuff they gave her because they don't have to give them nothing. So it was just so touching and heartwarming to see. So that was one of my happy moments. Of course, my other happy moments is having my grandson come over to Christmas and open up his toys and going completely cuckoo and being happy. All the Paw Patrol stuff and the bike and the trampoline and the drum set and everything else. And if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, you can see my pictures of stuff that I post out there of him playing and being goofy and whatnot. So it's a lot of fun. But funny stories now. Well, the messed up story is what happened to my wife. It happened to my son. My son ordered a lot of stuff for people on Amazon or other things. And, you know, stuff is kind of hard in the holidays and things happen. So he ordered for a few things and some stuff got canceled. They didn't tell him. Some stuff got sent, but it was delayed. So it's not coming until after Christmas. So he was kind of disappointed. But everybody understands it's okay. It's not about the giving. It's about being with family. For me, I enjoy giving it to my, giving to my kids and whatnot. But it's all about having family there and being surrounded by the people you love and people that love you. So my wife <laughs> ordered myself and Brayden these two awesome hoodies. Uh, they were coming from China. Uh, his was an Eagles, and mine was a Dallas Cowboys, being that that's who our favorite teams are. And they looked awesome. Oh my gosh, they were awesome. So they arrived. I don't know. I've totally forgot about them. they came. And my wife started talking about it after Christmas, and showed Brayden his, which was nice. But it was a little small and needed to be a little bit bigger. So she needed to get him needed upgrade the size because it was kind of snug. But it was it was nice. He still liked it. I figure it kind of it might stretch, it might not, depending on the fabric. The funny thing was, mine wasn't a Dallas Cowboy. Mine was a Raiders. And she's like, I don't know how they got Raiders from Cowboys. She emailed everything else, and the letter the emails she was getting back were all broken and choppy. Like, obviously English is their second language, and obviously these people didn't care, and this company's kind of shady and everything. I started to think they were kind of shady and stuff because she was emailing and doing everything possible and correct information and pictures and everything else, and they were still responding to her like they were like they had no idea what she was talking about and I'm like you send these things back you're gonna lose your money and your stuff I can already tell I says you know what I don't mind the Raiders thing is pretty freaking cool I will wear it And as I put it on I look at it wow they didn't even send you Las Vegas I'm excuse me Los Angeles Raiders they send you Oakland Raiders they send you stuff from back in the day like oh my goodness and now they're gonna be the Las Vegas Raiders so that's even funnier so it's okay it's gonna be a collectible man it's back when they were the Oakland Raiders so that's cool. It's still nice, but I just thought it was funny. It's like so you got to be careful when you order stuff online from China or, or anywhere else where you order that doesn't is not English language or country. You got to be careful what you order from, period. Because even people as good as Amazon and everything else are gonna run into their own problems getting stuff because of delays and holidays. But you have other companies that just don't give two rats' asses about what they're going to send you and don't pay attention to what you're doing, or they just can't read English. You know, it's, it's what it is what it is so you gotta be very cautious about what you do so I just thought that was kind of funny uh I didn't mind my wife was a little upset about it but when she saw me and my son didn't really care she was good Alec was very my son understood he was cool with it too uh so it was all it was all great so you know it it was a lot of fun and my daughter gave me a cup that said I was the World's greatest farter and then in the bottom says oh I meant father it's like nice well, I'm both, <laughs> so but yeah, you know, it's just they gave my wife a cookbook. Says, "What the hell am I going to cook?" <laughs> it's, it's freaking hilarious. Uh, it's a great time, guys. So I just wanted to share a quick Christmas story with you. Uh, some good heartfelt moments for me in my life, and how things have changed. Uh, how my grandson brightens my day every single day of my life, and how I just love what's going on. So that's my Christmas stuff, and of course, the funny story how crap can go wrong. Also, tonight, uh, myself and Rick, we recorded the final episode of Critical Thinking Podcast. This is our end of the year kind of thing going into the new year. We talked movie reviews, well, not movie reviews, movie number, box office numbers and stuff. We talked about Star Wars. We talked about The Mandalorian. We talked about Jumanji, a bunch of other movies. So some some uh, spoilers in there, so you kind of want to be careful when this episode comes out. You really don't want to ruin it for yourself if you haven't seen it. Uh, we laughed. We talked about our weekends. We talked about our upcoming Uber tomorrow, which we hope is a great one. Uh, because that's when you make a lot of money on New Year's Eve. Uh, so, you know, guys, pray for us. We'll be on the road. We'll be doing a lot of driving. Uh, 2020 is going to be a start of a new year, but we'll have a new icon, a new theme song, and we're being sponsored by the True Showtime out of Atlanta. As he signed multi-million dollar deals with eight different companies one big one amazon prime and a bunch of others you guys have heard of as well so they're giving him a ton of money uh because of his music and he's going to sponsor us because he loves us uh which is amazing so that's coming we're going to have an app on the itunes store as well so we can't wait for all that to come down and happen so pretty excited uh mig one is now transferring to under the umbrella of critical thinking so i will be there so you see me doing a lot of periscoping uh it'll be me periscoping is myself for whatever i'm doing or whatever i'm following and at the same time doing for critical thinking podcast there's a critical thinking podcast periscope out there but we didn't really use a lot a lot of stuff happened when we're switching stuff over so i've been so used to using mine so i kind of put the critical thinking podcast logo on it so you guys can see it so that's where it's at so you can follow both of us on periscope and definitely watch us retweet it if you see the tweet out there follow critical critic underscore thinking make one talks crap on twitter uh that's us respectively Uh, follow make sure who we're doing please follow my friends Madison and a bunch of other people you see me out there tweeting Uh, made a lot of friends a lot of nice contacts down the road still working on getting a big big interview here for the next year Uh, we met the agent of Stephen Amell so I'm working on that right now trying to get that taken care of so that's a big get hopefully for next year Uh, we're pretty excited about that and also as the guy who plays the voice in Dragon Ball Z as well same agent so that's kind of cool so we're pretty excited I can't tell you how much podcasting has changed my life as well. I get to talk, which I love to do, and I get to tell you guys what's going on. I know you guys like to hear me rant and rave. There'll be some ranting and raving. i just have to go right down so I can kind of do those shows, and I'm going to try to do them more often, it's kind of hard for me, I don't find the time sometimes to record, because I'm busy doing stupid stuff, so like this time right now is a good time that I can record and I'll probably do one tomorrow as well and try to drop them out pretty quickly so they're out there so you guys have more stuff to listen to right now my only sponsor on this is Anchor Uh, my friend uh, Kyle Harthorn from Tokyo Munchies, Japan Ramen Box who now has another company, and I don't want to butcher it yet because I can't remember the name properly uh, or can't even say it properly, he's planning on sponsoring me here on Anchor as well, or sponsoring period so that's pretty cool thing i'm getting geared you'll see me wearing it soon uh as well and of course anchor probably give me another sponsor here as well anchor currently sponsors me right now and i'll probably have another sponsor so you'll hear the little ads before my show or after the show Don't get mad. Listen to it. You know, listen to my show. It helps me out. It's not a lot of money for being sponsored by these little guys on sponsorship here. It's sometimes like a a penny or two pennies per each listen or whatnot. So, the more and the better I get, the more sponsors I get, more listeners I get, the bigger numbers I'll get and the bigger sponsors I'll get on Anchor with a chance to make good money for myself and kind of help my podcast and everything else that I do and get better equipment as well. So, if you guys can help me out and sponsor me on that, I appreciate that. You know, give me some listens, some retweets some loves, make sure you guys know about me and everything else. And if you guys really just want to talk to me or if you have something on anchor as well, hit me up. But definitely do a show with you. You can come on and talk with me and we can laugh and and do whatever. I love talking to everybody. I talked to a guy from New York. I gotta get back with him again because we were talking sports and we'll go from there. So, you know, it's all fun and games, and it's a lot, of, a lot of excitement, and I really enjoy it. Guys, I appreciate everything you guys do for me and everything you do for Critical Thinking. I can't tell you how much, and for my family to yours and Critical Thinking family to yours, you guys have a happy New Year's, have a safe New Year's. I will see you on the other side of 2020, and God bless and take care.